Hello and welcome to the July 15th episode of 10. My name is Ryan and I will be your host today. Today I will report to you on some of the most interesting news from around the world such as the Twitter accounts of major companies and individuals have been compromised in one of the most widespread and confounding hacks the platform has ever seen. Vice President Pence said Wednesday that Republican officials are considering moving the party's convention events in Florida outdoors next month. The Tennessee Titans and star running back Derrick Henry have reached agreement on a $50 million deal, and much more. In our first story of the day, the Twitter accounts of major companies and individuals have been compromised in one of the most widespread and confounding hacks the platform has ever seen all in service of promoting a Bitcoin scam that appears to be earning its creator quite a bit of money. We don't know how it's happened or even to what extent Twitter's own systems may have been compromised. The hack appears to have subsided, but new scam tweets were posting to verified accounts on a regular basis starting shortly after 4 p.m. and lasting more than two hours. The company also took the unprecedented measure of preventing verified accounts from tweeting at all starting sometime around 6 p.m. This would seem to be the first time Twitter has ever done this in the company's history. The chaos began when Tesla CEO Elon Musk's Twitter account was seemingly compromised by a hacker intent on using it to run a Bitcoin scam. Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates' account was also seemingly accessed by the same scammer, who posted a similar message with an identical Bitcoin wallet address. Shortly after the initial wave of tweets from Gates and Musk's accounts, the accounts of Apple, Uber, former President Barack Obama, Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos, Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden, hip-hop mogul Kanye West, and former New York City mayor and billionaire Mike Bloomberg, among others, were also compromised and began promoting the scam. It's unclear how widespread the operation is, but it appears to have affected numerous major companies and extremely high-profile individuals. That suggests someone, or a group has either found a severe security loophole in Twitter's login or account recovery process or those of third-party app, or that the perpetrator has somehow gained access to a Twitter employee's admin privileges. In coronavirus news, Walmart will require customers at all of its U.S. stores to wear masks beginning next week, becoming the largest retailer to mandate facial coverings as coronavirus cases continue to rise. Other national chains made similar moves on Wednesday. Kroger and Kohl's announced they would start requiring all customers to wear masks, signaling that more retailers are lining up behind mask-wearing mandates. Most major retailers and grocers initially hesitated to enact their own mask mandates for customers during the pandemic, partly over fears of antagonizing shoppers who refuse to wear them. Retailers have said they are reluctant to put their employees in the position of enforcing mask requirements. But the ground in the retail has shifted in recent weeks as the coronavirus pandemic worsens. More than 3.3 million people have now tested positive for the coronavirus nationwide and more than 130,000 have died. Cases are climbing in much of the country and many cities and states are reimposing restrictions to contain new outbreaks, including mosque requirements and public settings. Most major retailers and grocers initially hesitated to enact their own mask mandates for customers during the pandemic partly over fears of antagonizing shoppers who refuse to wear them. Retailers have said they are reluctant to put their employees in the position of enforcing mask requirements. Walmart said it will enforce the new policy by stationing health ambassadors near the entrance to remind shoppers of the requirement. In environmental news, President Donald Trump announced regulatory changes to the National Environmental Policy Act on Wednesday, 
a change that will speed up approval of federal projects such as mines, highways, water infrastructure, and gas pipelines, effectively weakening what's considered to be a landmark conservation law. Environmental advocacy groups view the policy change as another example of the Trump administration dismantling important conservation safety guards that protect the environment and public health from pollution. NEPA, signed into law in 1970 by President Richard Nixon, is considered in one of the foundational environmental laws formed at the beginning of the modern environmental movement. In political news, Vice President Pence said Wednesday that Republican officials are considering moving the party's convention events in Jacksonville, Florida outdoors next month. Plans for the convention have been marred by uncertainty as a result of dramatically rising coronavirus cases in Florida. President Trump, who has pushed for a full-scale convention despite warnings from public health experts, said last week that the GOP would be flexible in its planning but offered no specifics on what he meant. Various media outlets have reported in recent days that GOP officials were planning to move the Jacksonville events outdoors amid health concerns. The convention was supposed to take place in North Carolina but the North Carolina governor refused to allow a large-scale event to happen in his state. In June, the Republican National Committee announced that the main celebratory events of the convention would take place in Jacksonville at the end of August. That includes Trump's speech in which he will formally accept the 2020 GOP nomination for president. Injustice System News, Daniel Lewis Lee, a convicted killer, was executed Tuesday morning in Indiana in the first federal execution in 17 years after the Supreme Court issued an overnight ruling that it could proceed. The Supreme Court wiped away a lower court order temporarily blocking the execution of Lee in a 5-4 vote. Lee a one-time white supremacist who killed a family of three, was scheduled to be executed Monday. A federal judge blocked the planned execution of Lee, and three others, citing ongoing challenges to the federal government's lethal injection protocol. An appeal seeking to delay the execution that involved family of Lee's victims who were concerned about traveling and going to a federal prison during the coronavirus pandemic was also denied by the Supreme Court in an order Tuesday morning. In some postal news, mail deliveries could be delayed by a day or more under cost-cutting efforts being imposed by the new Postmaster General. The plan eliminates overtime for hundreds of thousands of postal workers and says employees must adopt a different mindset to ensure the postal service's survival during the coronavirus pandemic. Late trips will no longer be authorized. If postal distribution centers are running late, they will keep the mail for the next day. Postal Service officials, bracing for steep losses from the nationwide shutdown caused by the virus, have warned they will run out of money by the end of September without help from Congress. The service reported a $4.5 billion loss for the quarter ending in March, before the full effects of the shutdown sank in. In automotive news, Fiat Chrysler Automobiles and Peugeot SA together will become Stellantis after their merger is complete next year, the companies announced Wednesday. This is a major step as the automakers move toward completing their 50-50 marriage outlined in a December 18th agreement, according to a joint news release. Everything is expected to be finalized in early 2021. The name pays tribute to the rich history of its founding companies while the evocation of astronomy captures the true spirit of optimism, energy and renewal driving this industry-changing merger, FCA said. Both companies worked together to find a new name. Soon the company will unveil its new logo. However, the names and the logos of the individual brands will remain unchanged. The merger is expected to occur in the first quarter of 2021 if they win shareholder approval.
In media news, Apple News is getting a big update through new software that's rolling out to iPhones on Wednesday. Additions include the option to listen to premium Apple News Plus stories, a local news section and a daily news recap podcast that will be available to everyone. Apple says it has more than 125 million active users of the free Apple News app, which comes pre-installed on iPhones, iPads and Macs and includes free stories from publications. The biggest change is Apple News Plus audio stories. Each week, about 20 stories will be available in audio form, narrated by voice actors. Apple said it's working with publishers to select the best stories for voice narration, but they'll generally be long-form articles. Apple News Today, available to all users, will be a 7- or 8-minute daily audio show that recaps the biggest news of the day. Not gonna lie, that is basically a rip-off of 10, but that is just me. In sports news, the Tennessee Titans and star running back Derrick Henry have reached agreement on a four-year. $50 million contract that includes $25.5 million guaranteed. Henry's contract, which averages $12.5 million per year, makes him the NFL's fifth-highest paid running back. Henry won the NFL rushing title with 1,540 yards last season and has posted consecutive seasons of more than 1,000 yards. Of all NFL running backs with at least 200 carries in 2019, Henry's 5.1 yards per carry was the highest. In our final story of the day, Zoom whose user base exploded with the onset of COVID-19, is expanding into hardware. The company has announced a new touchscreen device designed to help with remote work. The appliance, called Zoom for Home Tinmi will cost $599 and will ship in August. The Tinmi is a 27-inch touchscreen device with three smart webcams and eight noise-reducing microphones built in and it comes preloaded with the Zoom software. Zoom isn't actually building the hardware, the product comes from Tin, a San Jose-based company that makes video conferencing appliances. The Tin appears to have a pretty simple interface that provides quick access to Zoom's various features, including meetings, whiteboards, and contacts. It also syncs with your calendar and displays your upcoming meetings in a menu. That is all for today's episode of 10, thank you for listening and have a great day.